Hey, 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 welcome to season two, episode number five. Hope you're doing well, great man. Uh, it's been a pretty standard week over here. Um, nothing new or major to report, which is nice. Just got a little bit of uh, Just Ace by Grinspoon in the background playing. Um, fell in love with a little bit of Grinspoon the last week or so. A couple of good um, essential playlists on Apple Music, so I've been punching that out and doing a little bit of YouTube deep diving and, yeah, enjoying Just Ace. Nice, simple, quick song, and then found a, in true Nick Reed form, found a couple of um, acoustic versions of that and enjoying them currently, so that you might hear a little sneak of that in the background at the moment. That's not me, normally playing the ukulele on the intro. So today's episode, we have Adam Tingay, a former guest, the very first guest on the um, How Good Is Being Average podcast uh, channel. <laughs> um Again, we had a couple of technical difficulties, difficulties early. Um, we got past them. Um, he's a very, very easy man to talk to. Um, I can see why he's one of your best mates. And he's a lovely man. He's just easy to chat to, very thoughtful, very intelligent, um, very self-aware. Um, and hopefully you enjoy this episode, mate. So again, g'day to everyone. Thanks for the whopping 17 downloads for last week. Uh, it is highly appreciated. Um, the money keeps rolling in. Um, so again, hope everyone's keeping well, um, socially distancing is getting still in, but we're able to see a few more people now, which is nice. And hopefully everyone gets a chance to do that this weekend. May your news be good news. Toodaloos. Number 10, who have we got? Uh, it is Mr. Tingay. Mr. Tingay. How are you this evening? I'm all right. It seems to be working now. It sounds you sound a bit clearer too. Do I? Okay, I put in uh, headphones, uh, which stopped this speakerphone thing happening. You must look very, very professional at the moment, then. Oh, in uh, in trackies and dressing gown and headphones, of course. Dress- that's how all good uh, radio hosts, uh, because you can't see them, of course. Uh, they they do either they what is it called? Um, mullet dressing, I believe. Have you heard that term? No, I've heard the head for radio comment, but I haven't heard a mullet dressing. It's a, it's a COVID term for people, all these people working from home. So it's uh, it's fancy on top and uh, casual down the bottom. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. <laughs> that That is a, a tremendous segue into the um, the very first topic that I thought we'd cover. So have you listened to the last couple of podcasts with Rido and Jolly? I've done Rido, Rido uh, and Rido, you were, you were great. Uh, I haven't done Jolly yet, but Jolly, you're on my list. Yeah, good. He's um, uh, he goes right. Young. Cool. He goes right. <laughs> so we we talk about the uh, the COVID um, observations and and ISO life so far. So have you seen anything or um, started a new hobby or anything like that um, within your COVID time? Uh well, my COVID time's been mixed because um, it initially looked like uh, my work finished up, uh, and I had one week right before Easter where I worked one day which was great, and I was very relaxed. And then uh, since then, it's sort of been dribs and drabs and then steady. So I really haven't had much uh, okay. uh, ISO time because I can't do my job from home, so therefore um, I've been in. Uh, so at the moment, yeah, I'm doing four days for JobKeeper regardless of the workload, but we've actually had uh, orders been coming in sort of. So we're, we're, we're chugging along on a lower gear. Okay. Just yeah, stretch it out a bit, and make it um yeah, make sure you yeah. get work in in June and July rather than doing it all in yeah, next month or so. That's yeah, good. Yeah. So any um, like any so obviously you're out and about then. So traffic 
getting to jobs and stuff like that might have been a little bit easier. I dare say. Um, say again, it just it just just dropped out briefly. Now you're right. Traffic to getting to sites and and all that type of stuff that might have been a a thing that's subsided a little bit with the fact that schools aren't aren't in and a lot of people are. Um, uh, from home. It's now uh, a bit more normal. It's not back to normal because you there's definitely more traffic on the road in the last month, but um, you're you're not seeing the queues of traffic lights like usual. So, yeah. but there was this got the golden sort of three weeks or a month when all the shit went down and it was like a ghost town. It was like public holiday early in the morning. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> like driving on a Sunday. Oh, early on a Sunday. Once you hit that 10 a.m., people get up and go to cafes sort of, or uh, go to the park sort of time. It's a new, it's a new peak hour, they say, on 10 a.m. on, on uh, Saturday and Sunday. Interesting. It's true. The old um, getting coffees and yeah, the Absolutely. smash to And with what the... A- uh, with that much population, it's just uh, everyone's out on the weekend. Yeah, that's been um, that was one of the um, the comments I made the other week, just about you know everyone's you go for a walk at night and all the neighbours are like hanging in their front yard, just craving social interaction of any of any I, description. I, so I, I was nodding at uh, your comments for that because I've noticed exactly the same thing. Yeah, everyone's a lot more polite. Yeah, yeah. So I've noticed people talking to. It. Did you give me like a preach, young fella? Preach. Or not? He's still there, man. Wasn't that bad a joke? Well, we seem to have lost my friend Adam Tingo. We'll um, hang online for another couple of seconds. If he doesn't come back loud and clear, we'll kick it off again. Looks like we'll be kicking it off again. He's back. Where did I drop out? Uh, uh, what were we talking about? Something um, COVID-related, obviously. Um, oh, that's people... right. I, I talked about the uh, the neighbours being over-neighbourly, and you're like, yep, nodded my head. And then I went on like a, preach, young fella, we believe. And then <laughs> you gave me donuts, and I said, I think he's dropped out, or that was a terrible joke. Um, ah, it could right. have been both. Oh, no, yeah. I um I I've noticed yeah people being more more talkative and uh, friendly uh, which mm. is nice because uh, yes partly staff retention but partly you know that sort of wearing this together thing. Well, that's that's um, the other thing as well. It's one of those things that it is you know, probably for the first time in our lives. It's a like it's a global um, topic. Like you can talk about yes. that. You know, I deal with a few guys overseas, and that's the the one common ground where everyone's gone at the moment. Everyone's doing the same thing. Um, it doesn't matter if it's you know coming into winter or summer. It's all the, the same um, you know, lifestyles that we're all leading at the moment. Absolutely. Um, you were you were saying uh, about the Gels Park being busy. I've noticed that too. Like any yep. park um, or lake or wherever that is usually popular is just ridiculous and shockers at the moment. So yep. we avoid them at all costs because it's just stupid. It's just um, well, hey, I like defeats the purpose. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 
the visa purpose, but I also I like to walk where there's a few people, but not too many or no people. And there's plenty of options for that. Living out in uh, outer east, going up the mountain, there's lots of little trails uh, in the in the trees here, yep. uh, which is good. But even like you know walking around the block, like we we pick a different direction or or there's plenty of like little angles you can do to avoid you know the. the Yeah, no, you came back, which is good. Oh, I think it. I think it. It, uh, it thinks that it's inactive, so it wants to close. Okay. And lock. That's what's happening. Would it be easier if I sent the link to your computer or send it? Uh, I don't. Maybe. I we'll don't keep. Know. We'll keep chugging along. You just dropping out a little bit, but it will keep chugging along. It's all right. The uh, the computer probably wouldn't wouldn't help. Although. I don't know. No idea. Anyway, it's probably keep going. That's right. Um, all right. So no other massive observations. The only one I'd like to add to this week is that we get a lot of stuff uh, delivered to our house. Um, just by virtue of obviously not being able to go out and, and purchase things. And we, a lot of the couriers are of, of Indian descent. They yep. always seem to be on the phone. Like they come up to, they're always on the hands-free, like a, you know, an early 2000 or 1990s businessman. With the Bluetooth uh-huh. headset, chatting away, but every courier that we've got just chats the whole way. They're on the phone the whole way up, and it's the same with like Uber drivers as well. They're always chatting. I just want to know what they're talking about. Um, I I've only noticed that half the time because we get deliveries at work, be it personal mm-hmm. or uh, or work stuff. Uh, yeah. So we, um, and yeah, I, I have noticed it as a uh, as an every time thing. Just thought it was normal. Uh, either you know people. People keeping connected or people doing business as well, but hmm. I, don't um, I don't know. I think I think it's more social. I think um, I don't know. We might have to do some more research. We might have to uh, tap into some of my Indian and Sri Lankan friends to find out. Um, you know, how often do you speak to your best mate, and how long do you speak well, um, to him or her for? Because that seems to be a um, cool. I'm just dropping off this package. Just give me a second. Thanks, mate. See you, mate. And then they go back to the. <laughs> they go back well, to my the um, my boss is Sri Lankan. Okay. Uh, the um, it's the second owner of the the sign shop, yeah. Uh, and yeah, so he's had it for a couple of years now, I think. And um, it's funny the um, he doesn't sound as Sri Lankan as other as other people. Like he's definitely got an accent, but it's it's definitely uh, he's been in Australia for many years. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's uh, the the upside of that was um, introducing me to um, Sri Lankan food, which yes. was very yes. not on my radar. And I, I freaking love it. It's, it's a game changer. It is, yeah. <laughs> it's I, I'm a big fan of the curry, but um, the yeah, the Sri Lankan stuff is different. Yes. Uh, and there's delicious things like crab curry with bits of naan bread chopped up and tossed through it. Mm. <laughs> or uh, have you had pan rolls? Yes, they're beautiful. They are amazing. <laughs> that's the best uh, one, thing about one, working with different cultures and stuff like that. It is, it is like, oh, cool. We'll go out and get, you know, get lunch and no, no. We, um, let's, I wasn't into spicy food or anything like that. So we had a, um, it was Indian actually. And I still like anytime I have like a, a curry with a moderate bit of spice in it, the, I'm sweaty straight away. The cheeks are bright, bright red, but I love the flavor and the taste. I'm, yeah. sal- I'm salivating now talking about it. It's so fucking good, but the, um, for those, those playing at home, to quote quote yourself, you mm. uh, that's that's a, a Nick Reed favourite. Mm. Uh, those playing at home, a pan roll 
is essentially a Sri Lankan um, pancake that is uh, has uh, like spiced meat in the middle and then rolled up uh, and then deep fried, battered and deep fried. So it, yeah. it, it almost looks like a fish stick, but it's a Sri Lankan fish stick with uh, spiced it, meat in it. And it, ticks, it, ticks all the, it ticks all the food groups, doesn't it? It's <laughs> the, the, old, the, old food, the, the old pyramid from back when we were kids. Yeah, have you ever seen but they're that, deceptive, um, though. Have you seen that yeah, yeah. Um, South Park episode with the uh, Kanye West? Oh, that he loves yeah, fish vaguely. sticks. Yeah, but it sounds like you're saying fish sticks, anyway. <laughs> but um, and I know uh, one Joseph Sassoni, uh is is a fan of Sri Lankan because I introduced him to uh, the pan roll, and he's like, "This is genius." <laughs> if I wasn't already engaged, I'd I'd, I'd switch. <laughs> And uh, pan, uh, pan rolls happen to be uh, readily available in the Waverley, uh, Greater Waverley area, um, because that's where a lot of Sri Lankan population is. And mm. uh, so, anytime he's visiting the olds, you know, he may may just have to go up the road with Frank and get some um, some pan rolls. Get your pan roll on, very good. Yeah, and what yeah. are you watching and listening to at the moment? What's the um, you, you a Netflix uh, man or a Stan man or? Um, have a bit of the Netflix. Yes. Uh, um. And but don't not not heavy on it. I've also okay. got um like we go between Netflix, and TV, uh, Netflix and chill, <laughs> TV DA uh, and DVDA because I so I've got a bunch of uh, films that I've sort of uh, got from the DVD era that um, I quite quite enjoy. Um so and some of them that I haven't seen but I know of so I picked up cheaply when the foot sort of when that became a bit obsolete. Cool. And then now the streaming things here so we've got plenty of formats to choose from. All Karen's from a, more all of from a, a similar TV genre, person. like the DVDs that you're talking about are they all from a similar, you know, um, director or No, the like the, it's a it's quite a quite a big collection and there's a there's a range but I'd say uh um very Adam films. So when I'm trying to find a movie to watch with Karen, um, I'm more likely to find something on uh, Netflix that we both agree on. Whereas the DVDs that I've got are, uh, are definitely more sort of guy films. Not, not they're not all action films, but there's a lot of heavy, heavy drama and stuff alike, yeah. and um, weirdo films as well, like um, you know, David Lynch or David Cronenberg, and sort of. You know, or some horror. I'm I'm big on big on horror as well. Okay, this is why it's I enjoyed I enjoyed the first podcast we did, and this one's obviously good because we're not you know we're from slightly you know we've got a mutual best friend or good friend depends where you rank him. Yeah. Um, but it's, <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Like we do have different like totally different tastes, and I you know put my hand up. I don't totally know a lot about you, which is which makes this very interesting. But I'm nodding a lot as if I'm oh yeah yep. Like you're reeling off directors, like oh yeah, I'm a big fan of his work. Fucked if I know, but I couldn't not name one movie. So, <laughs> um, actually, speaking of uh, of horror, um, mm-hmm. it was a a it wasn't Netflix. It was actually SBS uh, World Movies. Um, we Karen and I ended up watching um, Korean zombie film Train to Busan um, the other the other week. Have you a heard classic, about that one? An absolute no, no, not at all. <laughs> it um, it's basically zombies on a train, um, but done <laughs> done by Koreans, uh, and it's great. Yep. It it was great fun. Um, From so, a comedy aspect, or is it actually really well done? No, no, it's it's well done. It's it's a serious film, um, but it's just a snacks di- on a plane, or ah, <laughs> not quite. It's sort of um, zombies on a train, bitch. 
it, it could be. I, I reckon there's, there's, it's right for, for a uh, spoof, a piece steak. But um, yep. no, it's definitely well worth it. And, and good, good, good pacing, you know, good mix of sort of action and, uh, and a bit of social stuff in there too from, you know, various people on the train getting antsy about uh, a zombie outbreak. And um, uh, when it started, I, I, I said, oh, um, are you sure you want to watch this to Karen? It's a zombie movie. She's like, yeah, yeah, right. And luckily it wasn't really splattery because you know how some zombie movies can be like, you know, blood gets on the camera sort of zombie gore. Yep. Whereas this wasn't that. It was more – there was definitely blood around and, and uh, you know, people were getting dirty and uh, violent, but not in that. The storylines and childhood, you know, child school, high school sweethearts and <laughs> – Yeah. Um, but, no, it was um, definitely well worth a look. That's, um, that's something that I, I quite enjoyed recently. Um, Very good. What about yourself? What's something you've watched this week that uh, you enjoyed? So this week we're um, – there's a show called Shits Creek. Um <laughs> Eugene Levy, his son, are in it. And it's actually a very, very funny um, show. They've got the new series. I think Series 6 comes out today or tomorrow. So Is that just back a, uh, watching... a really long double uh, AMI ad or what? No. <laughs> <laughs> what was the other one? Shit, yeah, shit's creep. Mum, Dad said, yeah. No, yeah. it's actually, it's a very funny, it's very light. Um, and the characters with that just get better as the season goes on, uh, as the seasons go on. Um it's just really light and, and fun to watch. Um, Light's good at the moment. Very, You've got to have a mix. Well, we watched the, we're watching the Jordan docker, so that's the Monday and Tuesday night of the week pretty much sorted out. Um, I enjoyed um, uh, hearing when there was the, the couple of uh, question um, pods that you did, uh, and uh, obviously some of them were basketball heavy because that's one of your, your passions, but myself mm. not knowing much about basketball at all and, in fact, my exposure to basketball almost finishing – from high school when, you know, basketball cards were massive and, and yeah. I, I I took in that and and managed to see a bit on TV at the time. And, of course, Jordan, like, being a phenomenon at the time. Like, I, I, I would watch the Jordan doco because I, I like a good documentary, especially one that is a little bit outside my my knowledge or my interest because it's, it's usually testament to the filmmaking if you can keep someone's interest with a great story. The only thing, so Stacey's watching it with me, but she's watching it with me um, while she's on the phone a lot. So, she, uh, and it jumps around. It does jump around from like, um, so it's pretty much centered upon the 1998 season, but then it jumps to, you know, when he was a rookie, then when he retired, then, you know, it goes as the episodes go through, they kind of um, cover off a back catalog, element, like important element of his life along with the, the current season. So it does jump around a little bit, but some of the, um, some of the editing, some of the questions, some of his reactions are just like he was worried how he's going to be perceived, but it's it's probably you know made a stronger standing for him because he's the way he answers questions and and responds to people how they you know viewed him at the time. It's it's actually quite like he's just he doesn't do a lot of media stuff, and when he does, it's just awesome because he's so honest. Like, nice. No, he couldn't guard me. He couldn't guard me. Like, yeah, I have much respect for him, but he couldn't guard me. And just like thirty years later or whatever it is, he's still like, no, nah, fuck that. Like, yeah, he was good, but he wasn't this good. <laughs> so it's been, um, yeah. So this been good. So the Jordan Doco, Shits Creek. Um, we tried watching a, I can't remember the name of it, the, the title of the show, but it was something about, um, in Massachusetts, two girls that were done for, um, they were the bio biochemists or chemists in the in a drug lab, um, and they both were 
you know, taking taking the samples out of the out of the um out of the office and the processes and controls weren't in place and yeah that was that. So what started watching that? Watched the first episode three times because every time we get about twenty minutes into it, Stace falls asleep. So, <laughs> um, and that's not not a not a sign of how good the show is. Just the fact that yeah, yeah. probably burning the candle at both ends with other stuff. So it's yeah. um yeah so mate, yeah we're very light at the moment, which is which suits me to a tea and, and go to bed watch with a Family Guy or. Oh, something yeah. like that at the moment, and that that you know sends me yeah. off to the Sandman nicely. Um, well, light lights is uh, yeah, light lights good uh, in the yeah. in the midst at all. Um, well, especially we know like I watch a lot of like I don't watch a lot of movies, so I watch a lot of sport. Um, and whether it's games or I don't get to watch a lot of games in full just because of having young kids, but highlights or um, things like that. So yeah, it's been nice to have yeah light TV. I've got another question for you, obviously. Um, Did you want to rewind first to the, the listing part of the other question? Ah, yes, please. Yes. Um, so I was having a little think. I because you, uh, what was it? Uh, you were talking about like a version, um, and I, I was like, gee, I haven't listened to that for ages. I do like a good cover, so I'm I'm actually quite uh, interested to hear your uh, your covers uh, pod that was Joe's suggestion. So that's a little a little side. Good. Uh, but otherwise, what, what I've been listening to, um, uh, I've sort of been continuing my um, soul. Um, uh, not binge is the wrong word, but um, I've definitely been on a on a soul track for appreciation train. Yep, a while, uh, probably at least two years, I think. Um, but I'm I'm just it's just a constant like it's sort of it's a very much revisited go to um, and. Good because it's um, you know I, I appreciate the musicianship and the but also the funk sort of aspect or the uh, um, the voices and, and stuff so period stuff so like old um, uh, yes I was going to say recommend recommend a, a singer or a band or an uh, album that you would be a nice little gateway into it uh, Curtis Mayfield okay um, basically he you know his his stuff. Uh, and Al Green, uh, you, you'd probably be familiar Dock with of the Bay. Yep. him from Dock of the Bay, but also the um, uh, the one that was on the Pop Fiction soundtrack as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got got that real sort of high voice. Um, so, yeah, but then there's also modern people like um, Charles Bradley, who was originally a um, uh, impersonating James Brown, um, and then he got discovered basically about 10 years ago and in this sort of new soul revival that's happening, he became huge and then toured the world as himself uh, and with original music. And then unfortunately he passed away last year from cancer, but uh, he's an amazing voice. They called him the screaming Eagle because he just, he's he's like another James Brown basically and, and uh, less, less flamboyant, but definitely got that. So what he was doing is his own stuff, like how, um, Reminiscent was was he able to break away from you know copying? Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Sounding too much like yeah. yeah. Okay, so he had some versatility. So and- he he was mainly doing stage shows as James Brown. So he's had his own yep. stuff for actually quite a while. So that's fine. Uh, there wasn't it wasn't really you know I've put out all these records as as covers records and now I'm going to try something else. It was more like his recorded body of work is is original, but he was initially known for um, being a James Brown impersonator. So, but um no yeah so um yeah so no d- definitely definitely on on the soul stuff but also 
Cool. Uh, when all the COVID stuff happened, um, Bandcamp um, ended up uh, pitching in and saying, hey, we're going to waive all our artist fees for um, 48 hours, I think, and have the 100% of the digital sales go to the artists. Uh, and I, I buy music digitally and I always have. Uh, I like, uh, I like um, you know, supporting the arts because I'm an arty person. Um, yep. And yeah, Bandcamp's a great a great format. Um, you know, it's can of, you tell me more about Bandcamp because I don't, honestly don't know a lot about it. So, so I'm assuming sort of what remember iTunes back in the day. Yep, when I, you'd pay for a song. Yeah, and when iPods were a thing and whatnot, it's sort of yep. it's the newer version of that. So basically, it's if you know um, you're a Melbourne band um, and you want your music to be available digitally, um, you could be on Spotify and you might be on Spotify. Uh, your stuff is probably on YouTube because that's a lot of people listen to music on YouTube. But uh, you also would have a band camp, which is like, yeah, what iTunes sort of used to be. So you can stream for free on iTunes, on Bandcamp, sorry, and listen. But after you do a certain amount of listening or a certain amount of clicks, a little message will pop up saying, hey, looks like you really like this. What do, what do you think about buying it, huh? You know, and so it's not pushy, but it's but it's definitely sort of, it's more of a format where people who, like myself who are more prone to actually buying music um, really enjoy um, and the money, a lot more of the, uh, the sale of the songs goes to the artist than, um, say, iTunes used to. The platform. Cool. Yeah. That's, a, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, but also it's interlinked too, which is cool. So basically you, you can click on an artist and then it, down the bottom it says this artist is in you know, 400 people's collections. Uh, and then you, you can click on collections and go down rabbit holes and, and see what other people's playlists are. Um, or you, they also do, um, you know, weekly sort of digests of, of what new music has been posted or they do, have you ever, you know, gotten into German techno? No. Well, where do you start? And they do spotlights on certain, um, you know, subgenres of music. And so if you, yeah, if you wanted to basically get into something, that's a really good way to start because um, Bandcamp is pretty big, but also they've got people who love music and write articles about stuff. So, yeah. That's sick. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, so, and their, their um, uh, COVID sale was so popular that um, they ended up doing it uh, another, another couple of times. I think when the month clicked over, they did another one. So I bought a bunch of digital music um, at that time, and it was a mixture of stuff. It was um, some French electronic stuff. Um, I can't remember what the so name. So, what do they charge? What do they charge you for? You know, a typical you know um, album length. An album. Well, that's that's the other thing. Um, a lot of them are pay what you feel within a certain certain threshold. So, it can be um, uh, ten bucks onwards. Um, yep. Or it could be fifteen bucks onwards. It depends what their price uh, brackets are set at. Um, some of them are more expensive because they're bigger artists, or because they've put more into it, or basically the artist can set the price. Um, but also, some of them end up being a little bit more expensive, a couple of dollars more, because it's uh, US or euros. So therefore, your yep. transaction sort of technically goes up. Yep. Um, but yeah, for instance, I, um, two of the bands that I bought some stuff off were Melbourne bands. Um, one of them is um, uh, the, called The Birdcage, which I know uh, Joe's a fan of. They're uh, instrumental surf rock, um, and they came, came out of Blood Duster, which are um, infamous Melbourne uh, 
his take uh, grind band uh, or death metal mm-hmm. sort of band who have been were part of the, the light fittings for years. They were just like um, decades, you know, playing any, any and every gig in Melbourne. And we saw them heaps and they, they liked to take the piss. And uh, when that sort of folded or before that folded, um, a couple of the members started this uh, surf rock band. Um, so they had a new album which, um, which uh, came up. Um, so I bought that. And the other one is a, a band called Dr. Colossus, which is a Melbourne uh, Simpsons-themed doom band. No way, yeah. So they, technically they were the first to do that. And then there was a band in America that came to prominence uh, who ended up touring here uh, earlier in the year called Oakley Doakley, who were a Simpsons-themed <laughs> metal band, and they all dressed like Ned Flanders. So because they had the visual shtick going and they were American, they got more press and it blew up and went viral essentially. Uh, But then a few people said, hey, this other band exists and existed before them. Long story short, Oakley Doakley toured Australia and Dr. Colossus supported them and their friends. (laughs) Um, What do you think brought them together? I don't know. Maybe it was uh, we'll um, maybe it was steamed hams. I'm not sure. Yeah. When they do the documentary on them, we'll um, we'll find out what really <laughs> happened. And so, um, you know, I, I love joke bands and novelty music, and uh, um, I always have. But the the thing with Doctor Speaking Clark, of that, is... that's one thing I've been listening to today. I pulled out the uh, I mentioned this the other week. The Flight of the Concords. Mm. Love that. I put out. I think I did both albums of theirs today, just while I was working. Like it's just a fuck. It's funny. Oh, absolutely. That, I'm a big fan of that. Weird Al. Um, what else was there? I'm trying to think. Business time. It's business. <laughs> it's business time. It was Monday uh, night. I'm cooking. Choose an average of mum's house. Yeah. Team building exercise. <laughs> um, Jacob, the graphic designer at work, he's, what is he, mid-20s? I thought that was a, that was a punk rock band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's mid-20s and uh, he's, he's a fan as well. So often when we're working on computers next to each other, um, mm-hmm. one of us will just say baguette <laughs> and do the, do the, uh, the French song that they, uh, yeah. that they do. So. Uh, uh, not the pussy. I can't think of what it's called. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what, what I was saying was, um, yeah, Dr. Colossus, uh, Simpson themed yep. Dune band, but uh, unlike a lot of other novelty music or comedy music, um, theirs is actually less sort of, you know, some funny music and some funny accents. It's actually really well written metal with uh, amusing sort of lyrical content. So they, they have, um, you know, a song called It's Still Good, which is if you've seen the, the Simpsons movie, the pig flies through the air and he says it's just a little airborne, it's still good. Mm-hmm. And so they made they made a whole song of that, you know, saying but but it but the musically it's uh, it's really good. So um, that's my my sideways uh band camp pick. That's awesome. So there we go. All right. So the other the other last couple of questions before we go to an ad break, which I've I've prepped you for, you you've got to um, come up with the sponsors. So oh, indeed. you're at a trivia night. Yes. What's the one topic you tell everyone to shut the fuck up and let you go to work? Like, what's the? This is me. Is it Indian, French, punk rock bands that knew Ooh. each other from high school? Oh. dabbled in techno. Oh. Wearing mullets that like oh. the Simpsons. Ah. Oh. 
my my instant reaction is uh, Dark Man, which is it was an animate animated series. Have you ever saw that? I remember it. I couldn't tell you the voice of the character, but I remember that was like a, a high school um, animation type. Yeah, yeah, it, bit, and it was always dirty, on late at night. And yeah, it was a little bit dirty. Oh, it's it's quite dirty. And the uh, Jason Alexander voices the um, the duck. George. George, for for uh, those of you uh, not not familiar with his uh, non-stage name, from a Lyndon Brand, yeah. And so most people would hear his voice blind and think of um, George, but um, Joe, Joe and myself uh, hear his voice blind and think of um, a, a pervy, yeah. dirty duck detective. So, all right, so duck man, you go to. All right, so you've you've recently included me into the um, the meme club, which I highly appreciate. <laughs> So, um, for, again, for those playing at home, um, Adam's put me in the group where they send out a weekly um, handful of memes just to, you know, or might be, I've seen a couple this week, actually. So there's one midweek and hopefully one tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Since the, um, uh, since the, the all the COVID era, I, uh, I increased my output to um, twice a week. Yep. Um, Got to give the people what they want. So Because humour is important. Uh, and so, and so also... My- that's how I uh, how I wake up in the morning is uh, a quiet house, um, a strong short coffee, and trawling trawling for uh, for gold in the meme department. <laughs> That's it. So you spend uh, three hours doing that before you before you go to work, and then yeah, and, that, and then work calls me and says you're late, you dickhead again, <laughs> one last time, and then and then I send him a couple of memes on the phone. He laughs, and then uh, everything's made up. It's all good. Yep. You so most up people and he's... do that sort of thing over like Messenger or. or WhatsApp or on the phone or on Facebook yep. uh, Messenger or groups, uh, but being a, a dinosaur, I, I do it on email. But I'm I'm always a fan of email anyway. So um, yeah, that's what I've been doing for a while. So You'd yeah, be surprised uh, from a from a viral um, penetration perspective, which sounds kind of wrong and sexy. <laughs> um, emails are very very persuasive and popular. So I think you, you found the right right method of getting your um your, me- yeah. your message across. So my it's favorite good. one. What's what's your favorite all time one that you've that if, you know, you're on your deathbed and someone goes, Adam, just tell us, what was your best ever meme you've seen? Oh, I'm trying to think of a specific, but I definitely know the format. It's um, stock photo memes. So um, there's there were quite a few with, like, it'll be a couple of people uh, in front of a, uh, like, a, a couple's counsellor and there's there's a setup there. So that's, you know, um, like... Um, uh, I've got a problem with my wife always throwing up gang signs whenever I try and talk to her, and then the wife says, "I'm deaf." Uh, <laughs> that's that's one of the memes. Um, so, but but there's there's a whole bunch. There's people in hospital. There's people uh, in front of um, a, a judge. But it's all it's all stock photos, uh, and it's usually just a, a a really good sort of um, a really smart, funny angle on what's going on in the photo, or it's just a joke that, that they've worked into whatever's the scene. So I think, yeah, stock photo memes. Yeah. All right. No, very good. My favorite one of the last couple of weeks has been was the Pope one. So <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming Joe, I'm assuming Joe's on this list if, if I've made it. So Absolutely. I haven't done a, um, a, a stalking of the other, the other brethren. But so you're going to have to, um, you're going to have to tell people what the Pope is then. No, so the Pope was the um, so essentially, I think the the premise of that was why does it always look like the Pope's about to enter into a rap battle every time he's talking to someone, and it's the the Pope with like his hands out, like just like looks like he's about to fucking you know 
go full yeah. Eminem in eight mile on, on someone. And look, looking, looking for a reaction. And, and I yeah. think in a couple of ones, the way he holds the mic too, like yeah. cupping the mic or... or, or <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so this, the last question for this, um, this um, round, I guess, um, this was a question from Joe, which I, he asked me to ask Mitch and I found it very funny. So I asked uh, Jolly last week as well. <laughs> so if you had to fuck one bloke to save humanity, who are you dicking? <laughs> Oh, um, so uh, I believe there's only one choice for me. Um, it's uh, Javier Bardem, the uh, the actor. Tell me more about him. Uh, you may remember him from the uh, bad guy with bad haircut in No Country for Old Men or um, bad guy in Skyfall um, who gets melted. Um He's uh, yeah, very very uh, attractive foreign man with a with a nice accent, but also a variety of sort of looks and a nice jawline. All right, can you spell his last name for me? B a r d e m. You'll know him when you see him, probably. Remember, I don't watch a lot of movies, and I've also got oh. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I've got about fifteen windows open up on my uh, Google Chrome. Oh yeah, yeah. I can see how you'd um, you'd, yeah. He's he's quite yeah. a good looking rooster. My uh, my initial thought was Viggo Mortensen, um, because I'm a fan of his stuff. But then I'm like, yeah, but do I want to sleep with him? You know, there's a lot of thought that goes into this. Uh, well, this you, you can afford to be picky. It's your it's your um it's your fantasy, so you can do. <laughs> and are you the big spoon or the little spoon? That's the question. You get to choose. This is the beauty of um, <laughs> of this question. You get to you get to dictate your destiny. And obviously, it goes without saying for those who are a fan of uh, No Country for Old Men that I, uh, I'm not choosing uh, No Country for Old Men, uh, Javier Bardem, because uh, that's just uh, that's just too freaky. I'd, I'd rather choose something like um, Mother or um, some of his uh, Spanish movies where he just looks normal uh, and possibly in a nice suit. Uh, definitely not Skyfall where he looks weird or, um, or No Country for Old Men. There we go. You have put a bit of thought into it. I like it. All right, so you're, you're, you're in charge of the sponsorship for our first um, our first segment that's gone for probably 35 minutes. So right. kick it off. Who's paying for us today? This podcast was brought to you by Mortadella, the delicious luncheon meat of Italian descent. Comes in uh, pepper or olive. Uh, I prefer pepper. Um, have you got pork on your fork? No. Get some mortadella. <laughs> I love it. All right, mate, I'll um, send you a link shortly and we'll kick off um, number two. <laughs> All right. Back sport fan. Hello, how you doing? Good, good, good. Do you uh, sneak away for a whittle or are you? Oh, I'm good, actually. Good. I uh, considered it, and, and then, I, then I was musing as to whether you were, and then I got uh, had to suppress my uh, my thoughts. So uh, here we are. <laughs> I have that effect on people, so <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> my oh, yeah. my question is: Does the um does the the, the uh, carpet match the drapes? Yeah, I thought you were going to say that. Uh, no, not at the moment. It's um yeah, I've definitely it's the, the, the hairdressers. I, I don't believe you should be going to the hairdressers when um. <laughs> <laughs> Socially distancing the clippers from my ball bag at the moment, so definitely. 
That said, and uh, word on the street is that um, everything's a bit stressful at the moment uh, for everyone. So therefore, there might not it might not be happening down there anyway. So. Nope. Just yep. a rumor I've heard. I don't know what basis. You can't speak on your own experience, so that's that's fair enough. Oh, I can, but yeah. uh, but not officially. Yeah, I, I I can confirm that it is it has dried up. <laughs> I, so no. I've got I've got a um a handful or maybe not a handful, maybe a dozen or so questions sitting here. Feel um, which we'll get to at the end. So this one's I did some googling before um we jumped on, and this is a very yeah. open-ended question. What company do you despise? Dis- oh, despise is a juicy word, and company's a juicy word too because it could be like a corporation, or is it you know I hate hanging around my parents. They fucking <laughs> <love it. laughs> company do I despise? Um, oh wow. Could be a competitor of um, Sinorama. Nah, it's, everything's fair in business except for uh, cunts. I don't know. Um, <laughs> company. I don't know. If, if this was back in the 90s, I'd say Exxon Valdez. I don't know. Um, we sound like you're about to do an ad read for them. So. Mm, as as your, uh, are your penguins uh, too shiny, get some Exxon Valdez. <laughs> Does your does your vehicle need to run on dead dinosaurs? Get some. Vehicle. Uh, nothing springs to mind. Uh, no, well, that's, it, that's a good thing then. Either in the uh, in in the terms of uh, sharing company with someone or an actual. Uh, yeah, I would I would have gone a, a corporation myself, but in, yeah, in, um, I was asked that question. Now I'm just thinking of the the scene in Team America where they're like, oh. And you're all corporation-y because you do the corporate things with the corporations. Yeah. That's Fuck a, yeah. That's <laughs> a very, very, very good movie. Very cool that film. Very occasionally I just, uh, I just say, um, your, uh, your skills are fading, Mr. Randon. <laughs> I still I haven't watched it for a few years, but it was, I reckon I'll yeah. – I must have watched that probably a dozen times, a dozen or twenty those, times. Those guys are well overdue for something. I, I know they they sort of they still punch uh, out episodes of South Park most weeks. Don't oh they? yeah, and they're, they're always going to have the vice grip on that, so long as they can um, uh, be chief uh, creative control. But yes. uh, as far as you know, like they, I, I love them to do another film. That would be great. Um, Did you they, see the musical seem... that came out? Uh, no, so I, I'm not a musical person, and uh, so therefore, uh, yeah, even even that didn't sway me. So wow. I know that they they can write music, and I think I've seen a little bit of Cannibal the Musical, the original yep. sort of thing that they did. And I can appreciate humor, song based humor, but musicals aren't, aren't for me. So, um, but they definitely did that train very well. Uh, uh, it, was, it was a world I've I've never sat through a – I've been to a lot of musicals and, and most of them have had Millsy in them just because, you know, support, <laughs> support your mates. But And he's very talented, but this was, like, amazing. Like, absolutely pissed yourself laughing the whole way through. Like, you know, when you're oh. – like when you hang around with Joe on a good night when your cheeks are really sore, not your bum cheeks, but you <laughs> oh, you beat me to it. Yeah, sorry. Um, mm. But, yeah, Dead Set, so you got the achy, the achy top of the jaw. It's just a – that was so yeah. funny. It's just – it laughing. was just wrong, yeah. but it was very good. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. Um, what's a, speaking of things that are funny? What's the most childish childish thing you still would enjoy? Childish. Mm. Uh, well, some say cartoons are childish, but um, it depends what cartoon you're watching and what frame of mind you're in. So, if you're, if you're watching a 
like Mickey Mouse cartoon, well then yes, that's what's wrong with Mickey Mouse. I mean, I prefer uh, Ste- Steamboat Willie, like the the black and white Mickey Mouse. <laughs> you count all the way back. Oh yeah, with the the rubber band legs and you know, doot, doot. yeah. Uh, right. At molasses, there's got to be, there's always molasses in uh, old cartoons. Jog, I can't remember what molasses. That's it was like a um. Oh shit! It, it, it's like um sugar, uh, sugar cane honey molasses. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah, okay. so, uh, yeah, for, but uh, I don't know. Someone ought to do a PhD on why there is so much molasses in uh, in uh, old, oldie-style cartoons. Well, there you go. That's a, that's a bit of homework for for you. Got <laughs> to pick that up. I tried to um, just... Childish, but that's that's childish. childish. I mean, uh, laughing, at, laughing at dick jokes and fart jokes. So yep. I would say that's childish, but I think that's just um, male and a, uh, a, li- a lifelong enjoyment. I was in a meeting yesterday at work and I was the maybe second most senior person in the room and yep. we're trying to we're trying to do a little bit of change at work and stuff like that. And we're chatting away and I like to be pretty light at work as well. Like, I'm, you know, I'm pretty similar to what I am outside of work in work, which is a nice way to be. But yep. um, I said, I said, I'm 37. I still laugh at farts. I still find farts fucking funny. Like, I, I'm not going to change. Like, if you still, if someone cracked a fart at work in the inappropriate time, I'll be red cheeks, laughing, like nearly falling off my chair, still. That's natural. Like, acting like a 13-year-old kid in, in maths class. Yeah. It hasn't changed. It don't, And the level of appreciation hasn't died down either. So <laughs> I think I think it's more for the awkward moments as well. Like, you, And you get more of them in school because it's so forbidden to make noise while you should be working or the class yeah. should be quiet. Yeah. Whereas as you get older, those moments of, you know, you know, pure silence or whatever. When if someone wants to drop their guts, it's it's a little bit lesser, but oh, I still find it fucking funny. It won't change. <laughs> no, absolutely, absolutely. And and like dick dick jokes, like uh, how funny is it? A good cock and balls, mm. you know, a good good bit of graffiti. Uh, just it, it it never gets old in in our eyes. No, I agree. Well, well that's good. And yeah. last week I asked, asked, this some, asked this of Jolly last week. And it's kind of off the back of uh, Joe's cover cover uh, quandary one that he threw at me, which I'm I'm working on at the moment. Um, oh, there's a bit of work, out, yeah. Oh, there is because there's a lot of um. I'm kind of teasing a cup one out every week, so I've just got to grab one um and elaborate that on that a little bit. But I actually re-listened to the Jolly podcast on um through Apple Podcasts, and a lot of the editing and um I put like the cutaway of the songs in that but it doesn't come up on Apple because it's through Anchor. Anyway, that's a, a little bit disappointing. Right. So anyway, so yeah. what I asked of him was an underrated song by a popular artist or act. So one that, you know, say it's Pearl Jam and the whole album, you know, 10 Ooh. was amazing. But there's a couple of songs on there that didn't get the, the street cred that they probably could have got. Ooh. Okay. All right. Uh, one that springs to mind, uh, Metallica. Yes. From back in the day, Justice uh, for All, uh, To Live Is To Die, which is a longer song. And it's basically, it's it's almost like an instrumental, but it's got one little line of, uh, of, of it's not even singing, it's just talking, uh, sort of in a, in, a, in a bracket. And I reckon that's, um, yeah, it's an amazing song and it's definitely underrated. But, but then again, you're talking about Golden Era Metallica here yeah. where there's just on the album. So it's easily 
easy to see why it, it was less appreciated than, say, Harvester of Sorrow or For Whom the Bell Tolls, which is also on the same album. But, yeah, I reckon uh, To Live Is To Die. I'll just put it on, on YouTube then, now. Yes. Yes. Have a guess. If you guess... Uh, if you guess the range of YouTube YouTube views, and all it is is the "And Justice for All" Metallica um, cover is the image. How many views do you reckon yeah. that's had? And it's been it got uploaded on the fourteenth of October two thousand and ten. Um, views? No idea. Um, I'll give you, well, I'll give you, I'll give you fifty bucks if you're within um, two hundred thousand. <laughs> Oh, um, without, no without idea. Without Googling. Um, what if I just say 2 million and 100? Yeah, you're not even halfway there. Yeah. 4.8 nice. million. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Cool. What other, what other songs? That is a very good one. Um, and uh, for those uh, playing at home and not Metallica fans, the, uh, I, can, I can actually do the bit, the, the, the only lyric in that song. <coughs> When a man lies, he murders some part of the world. These are the pale death, deaths that men must call their lives. All this I cannot bear to witness any longer. Undone the kingdom of salvation, take me home. Was there a saxophone at the end of it? I don't remember that part. No, it's, uh, I believe our prince uh, guest, guest um, oh, really? appeared. Not a shooby dooby dooba. <laughs> Uh, well, off the top of my head, I'm trying to think of now popular artists oh, and, and then songs. Who, sorry? Uh, I'm, well, I'm just trying to think of, of another one now mm-hmm. off, off the top of my head and uh, on uh, something uh, being so into a, a vast array of music that would be something that I would naturally research mm-hmm. or uh, mull over. So, uh, well, Jolly came up with some absolute crackers last week. So he, he said Smashing Pumpkins, a song called Perfect. And I, I think I've listened to that song maybe – Five times today, right. plus an acoustic version of it. Love myself a bit of acoustic action. Nice. Um, he, he also had a Johnny Cash, um, I believe it was a Nine Inch Nails song that was really, really good oh, too. Yeah, then yeah, yeah. Put me down the Johnny Cash um, rabbit hole for for an afternoon, which is that's good. not a bad thing at all. That's that's very good. No. Personal Jesus, it was sorry. Oh, Personal Jesus, nice, very good. Um. I don't know. Nothing. Uh, nothing is jumping into my head at the moment. So maybe I'll just have a uh, think in the background. That's cool. All right. So, all right. You've won Tats Lotto tonight. Woo! If, if Powerball Tats Lotto, congratulations. Very good. So, what are you doing next week, Monday to Friday? What changes in your life? Are you you telling work where to go and get fucked and. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you guys, take your time. Yeah. I, I like. Uh, I, I'm very fortunate that I I really enjoy my job. Uh, good. So that's good. So if anything, you know, maybe eventually after the shine comes off the uh, the, the money fest, um, that that would be uh, if I was going to um, return to some sort of part time work uh, only uh, for a balance. Um, I'd still probably do do some signs, but maybe I would do. Um, do it for myself, but because uh, people have asked me, have said, "Oh, you interested in getting your own sign shop?" And I'm like, "Well, I've got a head for business, so I'd have to have someone else who was doing the the actual business side of it, and I would do all the hands on side of it. I can I enjoy that, and I would be able to run a team, but I also would still like to be hands on because I really enjoy it. So. Enjoy that element. 
Uh, but in general, no, I, I would uh, I would I'd be uh, giving giving the finger to uh, to work, and I would um, yeah be basically um, creative pursuits uh, for enjoyment. So yeah, um, drawing um, some animation stuff. I'd like to get back into that. Um, cool. Yeah, maybe eventually if I got too uh, too much time on my hands, maybe a tiny bit of uh, music as well, I, like electronic sort of stuff. Um, I was going to say, what do you, what's your um, skill set? Well, music is none because I'm unco, you see. So uh, back in uh, school in the day, I tried uh, guitar and drums for five seconds, uh, which is about approximately the amount of time I played basketball and cricket for because okay. I am unco um, and don't have a musical bone in my body. But I have a very much an appreciation for uh yeah, as I said, a range of music, and I've gotten really into really good electronic stuff over the last, you know, 10, 20 years. So I reckon that I've got enough appreciation that with, you know, a, a little sort of uh, MIDI board or something like that, I'd be able to have a play around and possibly um, make some sort of layered uh, you know, electronic track with uh, a whole bunch of time and uh, focus. But in the real world, that that won't happen because it's too... It's too time consuming, and I've, I've got enough other hobbies that I that don't get attention. So there's no space for, for new ones and time consuming ones like that. So. You can always dabble a little bit in it and see what, what what comes out. I guess that's um yeah maybe, but um but yeah. Let nah, me be I mean, the first to congratulate you though. That's that's a good effort winning Tatsuloto or Powerball on Thursday night. <laughs> I'm very happy for you. For you I and think Karen. Brown, more more uh, more extravagant extravagant cooking uh, would be the go because I, I enjoy cooking, but um, I do it in sort of batches because uh, so it fits in better with um, when you're knackered from work and you, 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 know, you can't be asked. So uh, yeah. um, you yeah. do the big Sunday night cook up and yeah, yeah. But yeah, usually, you know, keep, keep the fridge uh, stocked, you know, even before uh, COVID uh, the freezer rather with uh, all sorts of stuff, but also, yeah. So therefore, if you remove work from the situation, um, yeah, being able to, yeah, to cook and leisurely walk. do stuff from scratch um, would be, would be very nice. Um, AKA a certain retired chef that uh, I know uh, I, my dad. <laughs> okay. I didn't know your dad was a chef. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, what was his um, color on his, I always struggle with that word. Um, what did he cook? What um, was he? He cooked in the French style. So, yeah. um, so he was actually born in Guernsey in the Channel Islands, um, which is tiny little islands in between um, France and England. They're owned yeah. by England, but they are geographically closer to France. Uh, and they've got a bit more of a French influence uh, as far as a bit better food and a bit more culture than uh, Pommy Land. Wow. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so how so he, old was he when, he when he came out to the land of Oz? Uh, when he came into Land of Oz, he, what was he, mid-20s, I think. Um, so he travelled overland through Asia, um, looking like I do now, long hair and a beard. Okay. Um, like we've got photos, a photo of, of him at a similar age. Um, when I when I travelled with him, I went to Guernsey uh, for my first trip overseas. Um, I travelled with my, with my old man. And we went on a bit of a heritage sort of trip and he took me to places in France that he'd been to as a young kid and uh, spent time in and Guernsey and um, people that knew him were looking at me and losing their shit because I was a mini me but also then someone came with an old photo book and we've got a passport photo of him looking pretty much the same as I do now it's uh, there's no there's no paternity issues I tell you 
No, you, you're pretty comfortable. <laughs> so yeah, so he um, yeah, so he he uh, cooked cooked in the French style, and um, yeah, still still cooks now. So he's retired, been retired for a while, but um, that's what uh, his passion is and keeps him going. And he'll he'll uh, drop dead at the stove. Basically, he's um, he loves it, and he loves doing you know making stocks from scratch, uh, making terrines and and soups and all sorts of stuff. So, so they still um, off um, off Rogal Road. They Dallas. are still in, yep. still in Oak Town. Dallas, Dallas, or... Dallas, Debbie does indeed. It's the very yeah, same. There you go. Yeah. Try to pass that every now and then. I that was always them. always a good porn name. My my porn name was Itsy Dallas, which works quite well. <laughs> That's brilliant. So, what was yours? Evil Sanicky. <laughs> or or trash sa- trash Sanicky. So trash Sanicky sounds uh, <laughs> <laughs> sounds like you you're going to go and cause some cause some mayhem. I've done, or or I've done a few miles on the um, <laughs> yeah, it's um, yeah, not the most glamorous. All right, so the one uh, I've got a few rapid fire ones, but before we get there, so if you were doing a podcast like this and you wanted to actually do it for a living, what would you do? What would be the first thing you do to get two hundred fifty downloads? Oh, nude up, uh, but you can't see it though. That's the thing. You could hear it though. You'd be like um, be like someone sort of um. Slowly applauding um, a, a rack of beef that was hanging in a cool room. I don't know. <laughs> uh, That's a beautiful mental picture. Um, I, ooh, I don't know. I'd have to find a niche. Like being being a bit of a widow and and an alien, as uh, as Karen likes to tease me. Um, and I perpetuate the myth. I'm like, what do you? I'm not used to your human your human human ways when. Yes. Um, Whenever I do something that's really left field, which is uh, semi-often because that's how my brain works, mm. uh, you know, she jokes that I'm an alien. So, therefore, yeah, I, I would find uh, a different angle for a podcast um, that, which is hard given ha- the uh, the absolute plethora of podcasts that are out there. There is uh, so many. Even like a, there was a loaded question because one of the um, the NBA guys that, um, the big NBA one that I follow is a network called The Ringer, and then they have multiple NBA shows, and, and ESPN have NBA shows. And there's a little, um, uh, like a Facebook group with guys yep. that follow The Ringer. And anyway, so three or four guys off that have started a podcast, all from different parts of America and stuff like that. And they've actually oh. started outranking like guys from ESPN and stuff like that. I'm like, that's awesome. Like, they're, I've only listened to the first one, it wasn't awesome, but again, they probably got better as they've gone on and done it. But yep. good on them. Like that's a that's fucking like again in a saturated market, but they still found a way to you know. Yeah, that's cool. Rank. So I'll yeah, like that. I mean, idea. it's sort of like music, isn't it? Because there's so much content, you've really got to be pointed in the right direction by people who know your taste. Yeah, uh, which is a, always a good one. Um, or sometimes you just stumble on something, um, and then you know a little while later it becomes big, and you're like, hey, that there's obviously the zeitgeist. So head of the curve. Yeah. Right, that find well, your little niche and, and be exceptional at it. So yeah, who who knows what that actual uh, angle would be? But yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. No, we're up to a um. We had seventeen downloads on the uh, Glenn Jolly episode last week, so we're we're nearly there. We're on our way. Hey, hey, on nice. our way. Do, do you are you able to count streamings as well? Or so on or the that... on the Anchor app, it gives you a a number of downloads for the week. Well, sorry, yeah. per episode. So I think in total, since we started doing this for Joe, it's been over 250 in total. Oh, yeah. Um, 
but again, it's like I think the most you've had for episodes, I think Mitch was like 30 odd or 20 odd, and same with um, a couple others down the track. So, yeah, yeah, so it's um, again, it's like that's not the reason why we're doing it, but I'll be interesting, interesting to see if, yeah, if you had to do something like that, we had to grow something rapidly, um, without using you know social media. Yeah. So again, if you put, if you want to do something, you want to get support, you go to Facebook, Instagram, or your LinkedIn, or your um, everyone, and say, "Cool, do do me a favor. I don't ask much. Can you give this a listen? Give it a thumbs up and all that type of stuff, and, and see if it grows from there." But you've got to have, um, yeah, a big point of difference. I, I totally agree with that because if you're just yeah, spitting, yeah. Out, spitting out the you know rehashing what you've already heard in another podcast, it gets pretty um pretty bland. Yeah. That's why. Or if you're doing that, you've got to have a really good uh, rapport or a good, um, I don't know. There's got there's got to be something. If you're already doing well well trodden ground, yeah, you've you've got to be exceptionally good at it. Well, I think guests are a really important thing as well. Like I've even noticed just doing this, it's it's way more fun, and the time flies when you're doing it with someone else. It's a little bit like sex. No, um, <laughs> fuck it, beat me by half a second. Hey. I was going to make a sex sex joke. Sex joke. sex joke, sex joke, of the, sex joke of the week. Um, sex joke, sex joke. I'm a sex joke. <laughs> Tom Jones for you. the evening. Oh, that Throw me your underwear. All right, so the next um, seven or eight questions are all rapid fire. So give me an answer within five seconds, and then we'll um, the last question's an easy one for you. So rapid fire. You, you ready? You assume the position. Uh, yeah, well, um, I've, uh, I'm relaxed. I've got my feet up and I've, I've, I've had a beer, so therefore I think I'm ready. Good more. Good man. All right, so what's your favourite thing in your closet right now? Favourite in my closet? Um, trackies. Good. Uh, what's the best piece of advice you've received? Ooh, be yourself. What's your favourite movie ever? <sighs> Apocalypse Now. Describe yourself as a teenager in three words. Weird, uh, strange, and weird. <laughs> um, what do you want your final words to be? Um, it wasn't me. It was the CIA. <laughs> what do you think? Your final, <laughs> what do you think your final words will be? Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, that's exactly mine. <laughs> uh, what is your biggest pet peeve? Um, ads, ads like TV ads, radio ads. Very good. Um, if you like the way they yell, yell at you specifically. Thank you for buying it. Well, you should buy our product. If your life had a theme song, what would it be? Oh, something with um, xylophone or a slide whistle. Lovely. Uh, what's a go to Friday night bevo? Tomorrow night you've, you've get home from work, you've done a lager. Lager, what type? Yeah. So uh, craft lager. So yep. I've been doing that for as long as I could drink again um, because there was a period with medication that I couldn't drink. But I, uh, I've been able to drink for about a year again now, which is excellent. And, uh, yeah, I love, um, I love and have a bit of a self-tradition of at the end of week lager after uh, the working week. And good, good one of my go-tos is um, Moretti, the Italian lager, yes, actually. Yes, that is very good. I'll enjoy myself. I love it. Moretti, it's just it's just so drinkable, and I got into it in Sicily overseas, um, and it's just great. It's really reliable. Well, might lead into um, the I last fast money round question for you. Then, so what brings you the most joy? <sighs> Laughter. 
um, be it myself or causing it from other people or, um, yeah. Good answer. All right. The last, this is the last question. So give me your best uh, joke, both clean, one clean one and one dirty one. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I ha- was having a think about this um, because it's, um, I don't know, do, do you get the impression that there were more jokes when we were younger or we just become old farts? I don't know. Because um, when was the last time you heard a really good joke that wasn't like uh, a tweet or something? Uh, this morning, actually, Hudson had to do a, <laughs> a Hudson had to do a joke thing for school. So, um, what was his one? Oh, it was something about why was um, uh, something about stupid numbers one. Like the anyway, the punchline was seven, eight, nine. Oh yeah, I can't remember um, what the uh, leading was. Like, why was six? Yeah. Why was six afraid of seven or something? Because seven, eight, nine. Yeah, there you go. Uh, well, a, couple, a, a couple of funny ones from the other kids that had me laughing from the study. So a, a clean one, which I can remember, it's not necessarily the best one, but it's I can remember it, is um, uh, what happens if you don't pay your exorcist? Go on. Your house gets repossessed. <laughs> simple. Yeah, good. Perfect. Yeah. Very simple. And the dirty, uh, the dirty one up your sleeve. Dirty one. Well, yeah. So I was uh, going further to your uh, your uh, man man life question previously. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, oh yeah. So there's um, there's there's two gay guys, um, and they um, they live in an apartment as as a lot of people do these days. And um, one of them comes home uh, and and says to the other one, "Oh, um, hi." Home, yeah, g'day. Uh, how was your day? Ah, uh, yeah, it was all right. How was your day? Yeah, it was pretty good. And he's like, Oh, it was one thing though. Yeah, what, what's that? Oh, uh, just uh, I just felt uncomfortable. Uh, oh, what, what was uncomfortable? I was like, Oh, just just my ass a little bit. And I'm like, Oh, really? That's that's no good. He's like, Yeah, it, it's it, it's just had, had a bit of a feeling sort of. And so uh, I was wondering, could, could you do me a favor? Like, yeah, okay, what's, what's up? Yeah, could you um, could you just um, well, could you have a look for me? Just just check that it's you know everything's okay. Like, oh, sure, all right, no worries. So anyway, down the strides go and um, has a, has a little look and like, is it is it red or sore or is there anything? Oh no, it's it's all right. There's there's nothing wrong. You sure? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's fine. Like, I'm just I just still I've been feeling you know feeling uncomfortable, not feeling the best, and just. Could you do me do me a favour? He's like, yeah. What, what? Could you just just put a finger and just check? I'm like, you, you sure? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, finger. Just it's, is that okay? Is, that doesn't hurt. No, no. No, it's fine. It's fine. So anyway, a finger and uh, it's. Uh, can can you feel anything that's wrong? No, I can't. I can't feel anything that's wrong. Are you, are you sure that you know you, you shouldn't be having a health care professional? No, no. It's it's all right. Just. I just want you to check because I just was, you know, I was feeling a little bit uncomfortable. Okay, sure. Could you do me a favour and just, just, just try another finger, just, just a second one? Are you sure? I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. So another finger. So just, uh, it's not, you know, I can't feel anything. Are you sure? Because I, I felt something earlier and just and it made me uncomfortable. Huh? No, I'll just keep keep having a look. Just humour me and just try try a third finger. So third finger. Are you sure? And it's like just, you know, oh. I really can't feel anything, you know. I just, I reckon we just call the doctor. No, no, no. Just, just like it's not, it's not that sort of thing. It's just, I just felt a little bit uncomfortable. We just wanted to check. Oh, okay, right. 
and just, just I reckon if you if you try a fourth finger, you'll just um, you'll find you know you you'll just be able to look you know see what was giving me uh, you know causing me to be up Sure, are you sure about this? Yeah, okay, all right. Fourth fourth digit e- eases in there, goes in and and can't feel any still still comfort. No, I can't. I can't feel anything. But okay, just tell you what, just put my mind at rest and just. Just put your hand in. Just, just do the thumb. You sure? Are you, are you sure about this? It's, you know, it's late. It's late in the afternoon. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. So in, in, in the hand goes. All right. So are you? Can you feel? Surely you can feel something now. Surely you know. Well, I can find out what was causing you. No, no, I can't. No, no. Oh, this is, this is a bit. No, just keep, just, just keep checking. Just, just keep checking. Just, just a little, maybe a little bit deeper. So a little bit deeper. Just you know, pass, pass the wrist there. And a little bit deeper, and he's like, "Oh, hang on, actually, there's. I, I feel the start of something." He's like, "Oh, well, we'll just maybe just try a little bit deeper, it's just you know, and further along along the arm there." And uh, all of a sudden, you feel something, something inside, something a bit a bit metallic. And uh, he's like, "Oh, there, there is something in there." He's like, "Oh, I thought there was something in there, but that's you know, that's why I was uncomfortable." He's like, "Oh, it feels, it feels, it feels like a watch." Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Start singing. And that joke you can stretch out for as long as you want. You can you can <laughs> it's just stretch, it's just stretch out a play on words or is it Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. He gets two arms up there and then <laughs> Very nice. Oh, I would say very nice, but, but a very, very smart joke. Thank you. That's an old one, actually. That's, yeah. <laughs> a, there is a lady version of that, too. Which punchline for that? Punchline for There's that is... Uh, in, no, no. Punchline for that is um, one hand and then a, another finger of the other hand and then more fingers and then two hands and then says, oh, now can you clap? And... The person tries to clap, and they're like, "No, I can't clap." And you're like, "Yeah, I can't." <laughs> but at least we're uh, an, an, an equal uh, equal uh, hand podcast here. Uh, exactly. We, we don't um, <laughs> yeah, we don't discriminate against hands. All right, mate. Well, that was a lovely way to spend an hour on a Thursday night. Have you got a sign <laughs> you want to give to the great man before we uh, um, keep cutting those laps and uh, getting the body and and the and the brain moving? And um, yeah, hope hope this, that that uh, facilitates the uh, the slow uh, march back to um, getting the F out of there and back home. Mm. Indeed, here here. All right, mate. Well, thank Indeed. you so much for your time. That was a lovely, again, a lovely way to um, yeah, spend a, spend an hour or so on a Thursday night. Thank you very um, much. Yeah, it's uh, we'll have to do a uh, a socially distanced walk at some stage when uh, when. The weather and we um, geography and people allow. Yeah, well, we can get our exercise now. Just uh, Gels Park, we're, you know, it's um, standing room only there at the moment. So we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll might have to pick another venue, but yeah, that'd be nice to. to Danny Nong uh, Creek, I believe, is a, is a bit less packed. So, but um, then there could, be, there could be floaters. Okay, so. interesting. Uh, well, true, because I actually ride my bike through there to get to work um, and the, the water's <laughs> up at the moment. So, yeah. Uh, very good. All good. All right, mate. 
well, big love to you and Karen, and I'll um, I'll yeah, hopefully see you for a, a gentleman at some walk stage in the next. Uh, yes. Yeah. Wow, excellent. Oh, well, good work. Good form. All right, mate. Well, um, I'll, this will go live soon. Awesome. Very good. Um, no, good and amazing that we can do it over the phone. That's that's really cool. Well, it means I don't have to look at people. <laughs> I like that delicious. joke in the so, um, in the, the Rideau episode. Mm. It was good. Oh, you pretty much said that. that I, don't, I don't have to look at you and then paint me a mental picture of what you're wearing. And it was, uh, it was. Yeah, he was his tracksuit pants, yeah. and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> We're not to tell us about his three and his uh, his so. uh, colorblind Melbourne Storm jumpers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> very good. Well, nice, to, nice to hear that you're listening. Absolutely, nice to that you're listening. It's good. I'm going to be careful because I don't have many jokes in my sleeve, so yeah, well, um, <laughs> it might be reheading. And I, I did classics. like the um, uh, the wife uh, wife questions too. That that worked well because there was. Um, yep. Well, thank you for contributing. There was a bit of, again. Oh, it was a good mix of questions, but there was a good bit of um, of shit giving from mm. from both sides with um, with you too. So, uh, which is always funny. Uh, yes. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice when you pick someone nice to marry. <laughs> it's um, worked out well. You'd hope. Mm. You should try it. <laughs> Very good. Sign off on that. Excellent. All right, mate. All right, good to speak to you. Nice. Be good. Boy. Turtles.